1: Yeah, turn it up, fellas! What is it? Tuesday? Super Tuesday. I ain't feeling positive. I'm telling you, I'm feeling so positive. you have a lot of energy. Had a great meeting this morning. You guys ever have a meeting that goes good? No, never had one of those. Had a good meeting <laughs> at work. <laughs> yeah, I felt energized. Hey, we're live. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DMVR Nuggets Podcast. Let's go. Wow, three that was fellas. a prolific air horn. Thanks. <laughs> He's bringing it. Uh, three of the fellas today, D-Line in the other office, watching along. Or not watching. Unclear. No chance. What would you guys guess he's doing? Actually, Actually he, I might, he, he might be might watch watch he think He might be watching. Watch he's a him. homie. Um, we got some good topics for you today. Because I got angry. Wynn shared something in the chat today. Bleacher Report. Disrespecting the reigning champs? Oh my God! Do we have some righteous indignation about who the best duo is in the NBA? See, this is this is called Bleacher Report baiting us yeah. into doing a whole
0: segment do it. on their great duos in the but NBA. We're not going to link to it because we're not
1: sharing clicks
0: there.
2: Uh, you you messed up. You gave you gave Denver Nuggets fans a title. And you gave Respect Twitter more ammo all at the same time. But all at the same same time
0: because we're doing a whole segment. Oh, you're right. This was what they wanted. Yeah, you're right. And they're getting it. Maybe (sighs) we should make our own best. Cancel the show. Uh, We took the bait. We took the bait. But we're fine with it.
1: (laughs) Um, we're also gonna talk about Team ESA. I got some takes, man. I watched them last night. I watched basketball last night. Felt good to do that. Um, we're also gonna talk about some other random questions that were left over from the mailbag yesterday, as well as continuing our series about whether or not the NBA is getting better or worse. Mm. This time we're talking about characters. Are the characters getting better? Are they getting worse? To help me talk about it, though, Harrison Wind. What's up, guys? Um,
0: I'm just staring at this drink that Brendan Vos got what, next what to is... his laptop right here. What? It's electric pink. It's it's. I it gotta, gotta how know it looks. what
2: this is. It's it's regret in a glass.
1: It's, <laughs> what is that? Is it? Is there a help? It's the purpose? Celsius
2: powder. I just okay. saw it lying around the office, so I figured I'd try it. Whenever and you see a powder lying around the office, you just gotta <laughs> you try, gotta try it. it. They say it burns your metabolism. I, I mean, I think it's burning my insides. Yeah. So you seem well, really I'm sure. riled up right now. It's a lot. I'm
1: <laughs> well, putting this. Well, down. there's Brennan vote. Do you have another intro, or was that it? Ah, uh, ask me how I got to work today. Did you walk? Did you walk today? <laughs> yeah, oh I my did. gosh, he's walking. The brand is strong. All right, let's dive right into this because I'm upset. So, this is written by Greg Schwartz. Do we? Do you know Greg Schwartz? Never heard of him. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know this guy. Not disrespect to him. I'm just saying. I didn't know if he had like an angle. You know, like a, was a sure. Nuggets hater or this or that. Sure, sure. But presumably he covers the NBA. Yeah. And presumably he watches the playoffs. Maybe he watches the conference semis. I would assume. I bet you he watched. But that's you know, probably
0: about when he started to tune in. Maybe that's about when yeah. he started
1: checking in. I'll bet he watched the 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 conference finals. And I would even bet that he watched the NBA Finals. You would think. I would think that that's what happened. And yet, he came up a list that had the number one best duo in all of the NBA, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. He did. He did. I like. Let's just start with the obvious.
2: They did win the title. So I see why Kevin he Durant has them. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker so did? So I see why he yeah. has them. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they had such big performances. I mean, the whole way through. It wasn't like they had some peaks and valleys. Right, no. Consistently good every single yeah. night. And then you go to number two, Giannis and Drew Holiday. Is this even a duo? I would have gone with Chris Middleton, by the way. It's a trio for sure. It's definitely a trio. It's not a duo. And like Drew Holiday. Number three, Jokic and Murray, the reigning NBA champs who just dismantled all of these other. Oh, they won. They did win. That's who it was. My bad. Number four, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Number five. Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. Because why not? they
0: had such a prolific playoff run.
1: Yeah, they did have a play in the playoffs in particular, yeah, they're so <laughs> good. They made that yeah. thing
0: called the playoffs, yeah, right? They made it. Yeah. Oh, wait, they didn't.
1: Oh no, that was the play-in. Oh wait, no, they didn't.
0: No. No, no. that wasn't the play in either. No, they tanked their way out they of that. They tanked.
1: Oh, oh, that was the regular season and <laughs> yeah. it was
0: actually terrible. They tanked their way out of that to draft that uh, center. That's probably gonna suck.
1: Honorable mentions, it it keeps getting infuriating to me because honorable mentions, Kawhi and Paul George. Joel Embiid and James Harden, and then Tatum and Brown. Not mentioned there Bam and Butler, who are also in the finals, and by the way, went up against these other <laughs> duos and definitely outplayed them if, again, if you were watching the conference semis and the yeah. conference finals. If you watched that, you would have noticed. But instead, they didn't. Um, I'm with you, though, Wind. I see this list, and I go, I don't think this is like an honest list. Because you have to
0: wonder... What do Nicole Jokic and Jabal Murray have to do to get number one or, or even number two? Three on, losses. On this do they have to go sixteen to zero in the playoffs? Well, so here, do your, they have yeah. to sweep their way yeah. to the
1: NBA championship, or they just swept the Western well, Conference what if they Finals? Put up, no big deal. They need but. to put up historic numbers, though. That's the thing. Right. Is they didn't as out... a duo specifically. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like maybe just go for two triple doubles in the playoffs as teammates
1: maybe do that in the finals i don't know we have to that'd be, that'd be a start we're going spoiler alert we're gonna make our own list here we're gonna do a bet 365 top five but i want to start by saying this so i think this list is not honest i think this was to your point the like let's make a list of the best shooting guards in the uh, shooters in the nba steph curry seventh it's like <laughs> we're doing it to get everybody's gonna be like what the hell So I do feel there's a little dishonesty to this list, or it's just the worst list I've ever seen. That could be it, yeah. But there is also this thing of what makes a duo. Like, Giannis and Middleton are two good players, but there is this idea of what is a duo. We don't even have to that. In terms of duo-ness, Jokic and Murray are as much of a duo as you can get. They're both great individually, but they're more great as working together in actions, right? That's the thing. To me, that's kind of what makes they They're pick-and-roll partners. (laughs) Pick-and-roll partners. And you could say, like, Kawhi and Paul George don't necessarily have a two-man game. But to me, they're also a duo because there is a little bit of a, like, they attack together. Mm -hmm. And I think Katie and Booker have this as well. Giannis and Drew, there's just nothing. They're two good players that are on the court together. Do you guys see what I'm saying here? Of Of course. course, Don't they lack
0: duo-ness? Yes, they do. I mean, traditionally, your duo is a... Smaller guy and a bigger guy. Right. You know, your ball handler and your roller. Um, that's what a duo has always been defined as. Now, I mean, I'm fine with just going your two best players, like at, at this point, because the NBA is just, um, it's so kind of fluid in, in roles and rolls and positions take, and stuff like that. Doesn't
1: it take a small hit? Not a big It, one, th- but th- it a takes small a small hit, hit if yeah. you're
0: like not really cohesive. It takes a small
1: hit, but that's just.
0: Why? Another reason why Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray should be one on this list. They are no penalties. the definition yeah. of a duo, right? Yeah, they are. I mean, so are LeBron and Anthony Davis. I, agree I think. With that. Um, so are some of the other guys on this list. Some of the other duos on this list, but especially Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray.
1: And here is the other. um You know, as we kind of think about this, I get it's weird and maybe this is my American identity and my American way of watching sports because I love the team game but even I get suckered in a little bit to the individual narratives Jokic getting disrespect maybe makes me the most frustrated and like now because the Nuggets won and Jokic was this way I almost don't care anymore now Mm -hmm. the people that are you're just kind of like well you're an idiot I don't even need to argue this But the one that I do think is this one, the duo. I almost get more upset about the duo being discounted than I do the Nuggets. Somebody doesn't come in with the Nuggets as the favorites next year. I'm like, all right, well, it's hard to win repeat championship. There's other good teams. Somebody comes in with the duo, and I'm like, what are we doing? This is where one
2: has room to and should pay respect to Jamal Murray, like in this conversation. You're not going to hear Jamal maybe yet, I would say, you know, in top five point guard conversations or things like that. But this is where his respect needs to come into play because if it's best duos, again, Jamal's playoff run that he just wrapped up was incredible. It was incredible.
0: And it wasn't, you know, it was like, I don't know, maybe good for third best on a duo's list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: So we all know that Jokic is the best player alive. To not have them in the top two, let alone first, is just put some respect on Jamal Murray's name because what he just did in that run is something that a lot of talented players in this league couldn't dream
1: of. I do love, too, that he puts in here net rating together and, you know, plus whatever. And it's like he's using the nine games or whatever it was that they played. When you could just use the six games, that's also a small sample size, the playoff six games. What's that number? I want to see that one there because my hunch is the Nuggets duo – Diminish that plus 12 or whatever. He's using a tiny eight-game s- sample size of the regular season and saying, this is sufficient, but throwing out a six-game playoff sample size and <laughs> saying, that's meaningless. And I'm like, come on. All right, let's make our own list, though. Um, and we're going to go... We're going to have to come up with a consensus here about what, what our top five is. And okay. we have to go in regular order. Usually, we'll count down. But we're going to start from the top. I honestly think, as I try to check my own bias, as I try to check... You know, be objective about this. I honestly think Jokic and Murray are unquestionably the top duo in the NBA at this very moment. I actually don't think it is a conversation. I don't think it's controversial. It's not. They
0: just did what they just won the championship mainly because they were such a good duo. And even, even if you were to put... That, that was the good... biggest reason why. <laughs>
1: yeah, they Dude, just answered the question. Miami's game plan in like in games two, three, and four was, well, let's make them have to do everything. And they put up 30, 20, 10, yeah. 30 points on efficiency. First to...
0: teammates to have a triple-double uh, and, and in the, the thing finals. Is, ton,
1: double triple-double. <laughs> oh, yeah you're right
2: even if you were to present a formidable opponent and argument it would you would still say well they have to go and take it from them now because right. they just won right so the you know the burden of proof is on the other groups other and, duos.
1: and i honestly think if you look at all of these other duos and just said let's assume equal caliber supporting cast for all of them i'd be like the Jokic murray two-man game to me is one you have the best player on earth so you already start from a talent point where at least one of your guys is the top and then you say the chemistry between the two so to me I just do. You, is it, do either of you guys feel like we're being too? This is we're making this sound like too much of a slam dunk. You
2: no, know, I think this is an objective. Yeah. I, I mean, you can make an argument, but again, then you just point to the championship and say, "Come take yeah. it from them." Yeah. Point.
1: Where's the bunny drink? Where's the bunny? Yeah, drink? from the palm. From the palm. <laughs> uh, number two. We can get a little controversial here. Go ahead and give me your number two. Steph Curry and Draymond Green. <laughs> this is um. It's so hard here. It's so hard here. That's a phenomenal duo. I think I had them fourth on my list. But all of these ones, after one, to me, the funny thing is, one is the easiest. It is. Everything else is hard here. That one, historically, yes. I do wonder if, like, does it still have it?
0: So I think they get some more points for being a true duo. Yes. Like Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic are. They get some points from me for that. And I just also think... Healthy, like at their peak, which I I still think they have another potential playoff run where they could be at their peaks. There are very few teams that can stop those guys offensively. And then just Draymond green defensively. I, I still think Draymond green is probably the best defender in the NBA, just pound for pound. So I've just still got the respect for that duo to put them to some devil's advocate. You know,
2: there's the clay part of it. There's the Kevin Durant years. So to reduce it to a duo is maybe debatable. But I actually think your argument is best presented with they, it's the duoness. Right. Right. They make each other better in a way that some guys on this list just don't. And the titles. Who did you have two? I'm going to go, I think Wynn convinced
1: me, actually. I'm going to go Steph and Dre. All right. Let's leave them. I had them, I think, fourth. But to be honest, they were like tied for second. So, to me, it, it wasn't like, I'm not, this is what I'm not going to fight. Stephen Draymond, again, they've got it done. They got it done last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll give it to them. All right. Number three. I have Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. Number three. I agree. Man, we're, we're making a consensus here. Here's the thing they haven't been together that long. Yeah. We haven't really seen them tested. I mean, they won the last eight games of the regular season. Nobody was really playing in those minutes. Like, okay, it worked. Then we saw them in the playoffs. And here's the thing. My memory of that series, the thing that's like stuck in my brain is Devin Booker was incredible. Kevin Durant was good but inconsistent. Yeah. And that there was a little bit of a... They had the Kawhi Paul George two-headed monster going. Sure. It wasn't necessarily yeah. together. It was just that there was the you know, constant one attacks, the other attacks, the other type whatever. But to me, I look at it and I'm like, I don't know, man. It kind of felt like Booker and any other good scorer. Like I know now that you have yeah. Bradley Beal, are we, is there going to be the meaningful stylistic difference right. between right. Beal and Booker, KD and Beal, KD and Booker. There's just all the yeah. same thing. KD we just think is better, but he wasn't necessarily better in the playoffs. I know. I mean my
0: my lasting thought from that series is also like Kevin Durant just kind of looked like another great scorer. Like yeah. he didn't look like, it was like, like Brandon
1: he Ingram. He didn't, didn't or look something. like
0: the guy that everybody still for some reason feels the need to put in the best conver- in the conversation for best player in the NBA, which he's clearly not in anymore. Shout out Aaron Gordon yeah so I don't know I didn't really want to put them three but I did who are the people do you have you and you said you had them comfortably three uh,
2: yeah I, I just I think you have to respect the talent aggregation I don't think of them much as a duo but th- there were also as much as I thought the nuggets were gonna win that series Phoenix's peak in that series was the most I was looking at any opponent and going man I don't know what you do I think they'll survive but I don't know what you do about that
0: yeah. yeah. Toughest to stop, I think.
1: Yeah. They didn't feel very confident in it. They went out and got another guy in, in Bradley Beal. Yeah, sure. All right, fair enough. Durant sucked. I mean, we have him coming in hot here. Durant wasn't just mediocre. He sucked. <laughs> I mean, he kind of honestly... Some he, games he did. He was just toothless. I mean, he didn't yeah. suck, but to me, he was he Brandon. He just didn't really want the smoke. He was Brandon Ingram. He was Anthony Edwards. Guys who are really good players, but you're not like, oh, how are we ever going to beat that? Yeah. We're going into it. You're like, man, KD might drop 50. It's like, no, he's not. He's going to Ch- drop chime in on Phoenix.
2: What'd you say? Chat, chime in on Phoenix. They right? are. Look oh, at that yeah, last yeah. comment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> two great guys separately. A little bit of that. All right, number four. I have Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. Now, these guys just made the finals. They've been in the conference finals four years in a row, I believe. Um, they keep getting it done, yet nobody yeah. believes in them. I feel like they almost deserve this. The, guy, the team to me, the, the two guys that they're competing with are Harden and Embiid and Kawhi and Paul George and LeBron and AD. All of those guys, I think consensus would be they're ahead of Bam and Butler. And yet, those guys keep putting those other guys down.
2: I think there is a little bit of, if you back up far enough and look at this heat
0: run, you just have to
2: respect the results, regardless of what you think. So yeah. I, I'm glad
1: to
0: give them respect. So, I mean, I feel like two through four is kind of tough there. It you is could, tough. You could swing that order however you want.
1: All right. So Bam and Butler were put in there. All right. Here's where it gets fun. You have Harden and Embiid. You have LeBron and A.D., you have Tatum and Brown, and you have Kawhi and Paul George. Only one gets to make the final cut.
2: I don't think this is hard. And I actually think they have an argument for four. And I, I Let's hear it. I'm sorry. LeBron and AD,
1: they are a duo. They did win a title together. Yeah, but that was four years ago. You know, mm. like I'm saying that's far enough away sure. back that I, I do feel like it's at least fair to be like, but can they win now as a top duo? And Maybe that's a fair question. That's a probably, fair question. Probably, yeah. I don't know.
2: I just first of all, I think of them as a duo. Yeah, they play off each other. I do other. think they did win together, defense um, and offense. Yeah,
1: I'm fine putting them there. I think they should be in this list somewhere. So you think that you have them fifth as well? Kawhi and Paul sure. George to me have just so, they're so theoretical. <laughs> like we still never see it. Harden and Embiid to me have like this last year cemented it. Fake good. Like they're the best duo in the regular season. And then like, who are Harden and Embiid? Last year, they were the top duo. They were the top duo in the regular season. They had the number one pick Who cares about the regular season? This is my point. Well, <laughs> last year, I do think you could say, let's give it another year. But we gave it a year. And then it was like, okay, well, you lost anyway in humiliating fashion. Uh, all right. I have some takes on Kawhi and Paul George.
2: I would put Fox and Sabonis ahead of them. That's oh, We're going too far. Oh, come on. We're going too far, man. Come on.
0: Come what has Fox and Sabonis <laughs> done like? even though, Come, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> come on. They're a duo.
2: Yeah. They play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do play basketball. That is one thing they do. Oh, man. I might put... No. Going forward, I would actually say Fox and Sabonis, but wow. no. But the talent T- aggregation... Tatum and Brown?
1: You're not going to give any love to Tatum, Tatum and Brown? Tatum and Brown should be... They went to the finals. They went to conference finals. I think they come
2: in around six here. I think they, they take too big of a hit for... Uh, Go on. No, no, they're just too different. They're 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 too like your turn, my turn. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. I've actually they don't. They're not really a duo except their names are are start with J's. And that's kind (laughs) of it.
1: Man, this (laughs) list feels spicy to me. The only you want to know what's funny. The least (laughs) spicy thing of this list is that Jokic and Murray are number one. To me, it's the least controversial part. It's a little spicy. It's, what is Jokic and Murray?
0: (laughs) No, the rest of the list. Oh, the
1: rest of the list is kind of spicy because it's hard to do, but the top to me, this is why I love this exercise, and this is why the Bleacher Report is funny. We are in August, guys. It is August 8th. We are six weeks removed from the title. Imagine another six weeks by the time the season starts. Jokic and Murray might be 10th by in everybody's minds i mean this sincerely things fade and then people are going into the year like i don't know man at the end of the day Kawhi and paul george get buckets Fraud this is, city
0: this is an example of why i think and i've been saying this all summer go to the full screen for this kale um next year is going to be the year of jamal murray like that is what is going to happen next heard regular you say season this a few times now. it's the year of jamal murray he sees all this stuff. Yeah. We know he saw that Bleacher Report list. We know he's seen this show. <laughs> we know he's taking note of all this stuff, man. I'm telling you, he is going to come into next season more motivated than he's ever been because, I mean, he thrives off being disrespected. <laughs> and <laughs> They just won't stop. They just won the championship, <laughs> they won't stop. and the disrespect has kept coming. Yeah. I do so love he's it. He's seeing all of this, and I'm telling you, man, uh, he's going to be more motivated than ever. This is going to be the year, Jamal Murray. And you go back to game two of the finals.
2: Here's how you beat the Denver Nuggets. Tell them they're great for three months. <laughs> but everyone goes the opposite, so yeah. I'm here for it.
1: Do you guys want to hear the spiciest take that we got to go to break? Ray Martinelli was on Serbian Corner on Twitter just now says top three duos all include Joker, in my opinion. (laughs) Number one duo in the NBA, Jokic Murray. Number two duo in the NBA, Jokic Gordon. Gordon.
2: (laughs) By the way, I'm with the chat.
0: I actually think LeBron and AD could be a little higher, maybe four or three. Well, they should win a game in the conference finals.
1: Woo! I mean, it's they, fair, is they it They did get swept in the they conference finals. Well. I mean, at least at least Phoenix got two games when they didn't miss any shots. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. At yeah. least Jim, I mean, look. Butler and Bam at least had a game plan they could execute night after night and make yeah. it tough. There's been
0: a lot made this summer about how Minnesota allegedly gave the Nuggets the toughest yeah. battle i think it was phoenix like i think the minnesota right. stuff has been a little overblown i think it was the suns who gave the nuggets the biggest test that's another reason why i've got them there
1: all right let's take a break on the other side team usa played last night i watched basketball and enjoyed myself let's talk about it as well as this team and why i kind of like them fox and, <clears throat> fox and sabonis not a great duo <laughs> yeah, i can't do it man i want to it's My- a
0: terrible take but i
1: <laughs> clip it Flip
0: it. Uh, guys, a Franz and
1: Paolo. How about
0: that one? That's what was on my list. Oh, uh, okay. Up and coming. <laughs> All right. Go get in your calculator and your Microsoft These guys Excel. These are and... just young, man. Come okay. on. Uh, guys, Nutrafol, you don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Nutrafol uh, provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. And the best part about Nutrafol is no drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Tight. A lot of people out there think that losing hair is inevitable. But you can take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol. Science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Uh, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement out there. Uh, clinically, it has been shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and scalp coverage. So go to Nutrafol.com slash men. Uh, You go there, you take your entire health quiz, and they set you up with the process and the schedule that works best for you. Uh, in a clinical study 84% of men showed improvement in their hair after 6 months taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplements so this stuff works take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code DNVR find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend and Nutrafol for healthier hair. Neutrophil.com slash men, N U T R A F O L.com slash men, enter promo code DNVR. Also, make sure to check out Bet365. Yeah. I thought we were doing the duos. Oh, I thought he was just doing the second.
1: Oh, I got you. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I see. Yeah. Uh, Bet365. Use code DNVR365. <laughs> We're like sixth on that. First of bus, all, there's probably. three of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're right uh, right behind LeBron and This AG. is some real Luca Kyrie energy from you guys on the. Uh, uh, Bet365. They pioneered live in-game betting, and uh, we love Bet365. They got 80 million users worldwide. That's a lot. They live stream 780 thousand events each year. Also a lot. They also have these really great market-based boosts. So, deter- based on where you are, if you're in Colorado, if you're somewhere else, betting on Bet365, you get live boosts on the app based on where you are so there's probably a boost on there if you're in denver for the nuggets to win the championship you get those odds boosted so you get a bigger payout Um, they've also got just a great interface they have like a really cool thing on nba games where you can actually watch the ball move around the court and like go in the hoop it's it's really cool technology it's a great app make sure to download it and use the code dnvr when you sign up Uh, Turn $1 into $200 of bonus bets when you join Bet365. Download the app, deposit $10. Claim your $200 in bonus bets as soon as you place a bet for $1. Gotta use the code DNVR365. DNVR365. Download the Bet365 app. Use that code DNVR365 when you sign up to get that offer. Must be 21+. plus and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: There you go. Um, By the way, guys, I said it at the top, but that list really did give us the greatest thing a fan base can ever ask: that sweet, righteous indignation. What Jamal oh. Murray to come out and have his best season of his oh, career? So perfect. Love the smell of indignation sweet, in the morning. Righteous oh. indignation. We have it, baby. I'm telling you, we're gonna have so much of it but I keep all the. I haven't been listening to too many of the national pods; they've kind of cut back. But I have heard a little bit of the Denver. I don't know, man. Bruce Brown was really like, all right. I love it. Perfect. Rank of ninth going into the year. Yeah. um Team USA played last night, and it's funny, man. I'm following the timeline, and all these people are like, oh, this team, what a bu- bunch of bums. Or this they seem fun. And I'm like, yeah, first of all, they won by 30 points, 117 to 74. That's yeah. more than 30 points, 40 points. I would over stress Puerto that. Rico. <laughs> yeah, um, they were absolutely dominant. And then I'm looking at it, and I go, Team USA, this is what people – first of all, our trip to Serbia has changed us in a handful of ways. One of them is I saw a bunch of people on the timeline – They should change international to twenty-one or under or this or that. And I wanna go. It's not for you guys. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it's not like you can get on board with what it is, or you can just like get away from it. But it's not this is not a cool thing that the US, oh, sometimes we just don't take it serious. Like, no, man, US can decide whether if they lose, they might start sending their best players again. But nonetheless, I like the team that they've assembled this time. Usually there's a handful of guys like James Harden and you know, players I just don't care for, and I'm like, I don't know. Am I really just here? you'll see
0: those guys pop up when they go to Paris next summer. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> just yeah. wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in for this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paris? I'm in. Well, one I don't two, really want to go to one cool
1: thing with Team USA that has happened sort of incidentally since the Redeemed team is is that on these, quote unquote, lesser tournaments, which again, the Olympics are only popular for basketball because the dream team, yeah. but World Cup, to me, these things are pretty equal. And I know they're not to most people and certainly to the players, but there is something cool about like, just getting to be on here, winning a medal and making a name for yourself. And the B team with Kevin Durant, Derek Rose, they made a name for themselves. There have been young teams. I prefer a young team than a B old team. Does that make totally, sense? Totally, man. Like totally. we could have the B version, the Bradley Beal on this team right now, or it's like, I don't want that. If you're not gonna have your best, I th- agree. Then send the next generation of great players. And that's what this one is. And watching it, I go, the identity of this team, there's more team players than usual on Team USA. Yeah. Usually Team USA is like a collection of like really good stars and then whatever. Mikhail Bridges, I love. Can both be like a B-level star or an A-level role player? You can kind of go back and forth. His ass got crossed up last night. I mean, it happens. <laughs> you got Anthony Edwards, who I think is just one of the dopest players on earth. You know, like, and he's definitely a next wave star. If you don't like Anthony Edwards, you don't like basketball. Yeah, <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton, who is just so freaking good, man, so freaking. He was a plus twenty-four and twenty-one. He minutes should last probably night. be the starting point he, guard. He this, he. This of all the guys, he might be the guy that's. Like about to take a ma- like a Shea just no, Alexander. He's lead. So good. He's so freaking good and smooth. They have Cam Johnson, who I think is. I you, you know, know he's guys- twenty seven. Cam Johnson is, well, yeah. He was
0: older in the draft I remember Kim, He was like 24 Cam Johnson is like 23.
1: Near the top of my Role players I'm envious Or not nuggets Cam mm-hmm. Johnson is so good he's, He honestly yeah. plays Like Michael Porter Jr. In that he's a 45% three point shooter Yeah He knows how to play Within his role And then defensively He's sneaky good Because he's so huge He's what Juan Not Gomez Should have been <laughs> Paolo Bancaro Who I absolutely love He's like one of the Youngest guys on the team And I think he's great I like Josh Hart Even though he doesn't Play a lot Jaron Jackson and I like And even Jalen Brunson I kind of don't like Jalen Brunson But I don't have A good reason not to I don't know why I don't like him I can't figure it out He plays booty ball How, how can you not like him I know I, okay, He's so the he, booty
0: ball Originer
2: Why don't
1: I like Jalen Brunson I what was
2: thinking it? about this He falls It's not his fault At all He falls really neatly Into this category Of like I accept That he is very Very good <laughs> I just don't think it's very fun to watch yeah and like him he's got reading, an old school game that's i, I love it i love what jam I, I don't there's just something about like i don't know that he i'm with adam a he's doing it for all the short guys out yeah. there i know i got it that's should, a terrible should, take should I, should like him, I should switch up i should switch up
1: no know, you're right i think it is stylistically like he does play uh, he plays kind of like luca it's very he's, slow. he's an old school player slow, i appreciate yeah. his
2: game i just don't know if it's like Like, you get a chance to watch, like, Darius Garland. You're like, that looks cooler.
1: You know what I mean? But Jalen Brunson might be better. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, I love Jalen Brunson. But I look at this team, and everybody's kind of counting them out. Well, first of all, it's international competition. (laughs) It's like the March Madness. You know, like, one bad game, man, you're out of there. Sometimes one bad stretch, and and you're bounced. So I don't want to sit here and say I think this team for sure is going to win. But I look at it, and I go, they're young. They're energetic. They play great defense. They have tons of wings. And they're all guys, like, watching them last night... Team USA always plays great defense. There's one identity. It's that they're more athletic than every other team, and they smother you with just, like, switchability and shooting the gaps and stuff. They did that last night. But the thing I loved, especially in that second half, their chemistry on offense was great. The ball was popping at times in this game where I was like, man, this is fun basketball. And I look at this, and I go, those are all guys that like to play team basketball. 29 assists. I think it's a well first of all
2: you uh, a friend of the show Voya has been tweeting about how much he loves this roster like as a FIBA roster and I think it's yeah. a lot of what you're saying and I do think we there's a, a camp of us we're not all a Borg here but there's a camp of us who go well I don't want to root for Team USA because we always win blah 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 and then they send a less dominant more team oriented team and we're mm-hmm. like well they only beat Puerto Rico by 30 you know what right, I mean right, and this right, is right. like a weird you can't have it both ways I actually think there's something about this team that you can root for at this event without feeling gross. Like without feeling like a Lakers fan, you know, if that makes sense. So I
1: I find them appealing. Although they do have Brandon Ingram and Austin Reeves, who I'm telling you, I don't like Brandon Ingram's game that much. But Austin Reeves, only reason I don't like him is he's a Laker. And I hate him. I do. I just like him. Would you like him if he was a pacer? If he was the exact same player, but he was an Indiana pacer. I mean, I don't like foul baiting and he's like a yeah. he's like a peak one of those guys. So I think I'd be more neutral on him than I just like kinda hate him. But he is like a he's a good player. He's a good enough player. I will say he had nine points last night on four of nine shooting and he definitely dominated Twitter. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> on Twitter people were like, This guy's the truth. Oh, unbelievable. And I'd be like, all right, what's he got? Forty? Oh, uh, nine? Man. I mean,
0: his aunt who was in the crowd got more airtime than than yeah. Jalen Brunson. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Did you
1: guys watch this game by chance? Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, I
0: I was tuning in and out. Did you catch it? I yeah, fell asleep. I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep.
1: You know who I think is, d- didn't play a lot of minutes, but I thought, like, fits this team really Who's well? Who's Paolo Bancaro. I was kind of surprised he only played 16 minutes. I mean, he's one of the younger guys. Yeah. But Paolo is like Blake Griffin to me in that he's, Blake was thought of as a dunker, and then everything else got a little underrated. Paolo Bancaro's like great footwork post scorer or whatever Carmelo type score. But he's actually a great passer. He has like other skills that really fit him well. Paolo's dope. He's really
2: dope. I think if he wasn't a magic, respectfully, to the half of you, but um, I think people would think about him and talk about him a little bit differently. It's very cool that he's on
0: this team. Isn't he Italian? (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, he kinda, don't get them started he don't, he don't get yeah, them don't, started don't, don't. Like, i thought Go he was an italian yeah
1: talk to Dre. He'll, that, I, I was kind of surprised happy. to see him out there i was like i'm glad isn't he, he playing the for US. the italian team i just think Paolo bancaro might be a super dope player and kind of runs of from the grind though gotta say
0: what <laughs> What? no he's not italy. playing for his country oh for italy <laughs> i mean <laughs> running from the grind
2: him and Fontecchio could tear this thing i know man speak
1: italian
0: I, I don't, don't care. <laughs>
1: well, I'm just saying it would be weird to go to a team where you're the only guy that doesn't speak the language.
0: I, 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 I don't I think Joel Embiid cares. I guess Team USA is doing the whole naturalizing oh, players thing again. They're they're oh taking the gosh. easy way out, I man. I don't
1: know about. I mean, Akeem was on the you know dream team. Like, come on, <laughs> like a, a dream team too. Um, Cam Johnson. I want to see him going out there and playing with Luigi Di Tome. That's what I want to see. <laughs> <De Tome. laughs> I don't know. I just like this team. I'm actually kind of rooting for them. I will say this, though. I think back to the B team, as they yeah. were called. I think it was 2012 or 2010. When I think it was 2010. KD yeah. goes and plays. It was FIBA World Cup. And I remember thinking these guys were the antidote to the LeBron Carmelo team because yeah. they were so humble and the of that. Do you think we're going to do the same thing that we're all like, I love all these guys and six years from now, we're going to be like that dirty Anthony Edwards. Yes, that- at least one of them. At no, least one of what, them. What's going to happen, though, is these guys they
0: should coast to the gold medal i mean they're just that good if they don't it's probably a disappointment but then I mean, the international
1: competition is too good now man in my opinion and the the games being short i just think i don't know that that is fair they they. Are, I, th- I think it's fair i think
0: they, i think it will be
1: a disappointment if
0: they don't cruise to me
1: it's more like an undefeated kentucky team's a one seed in the tournament and you're like they're the best team but winning's tough man There is a way smaller gap between Kentucky and the NCAA
0: field than there should be between Team USA and the second-best international team. We'll we'll see. But these guys are going to play, probably win gold. I feel like we'll probably fall in love with a couple of these players. And then a couple of them will get kicked off the team for like Steph Curry and
1: oh, James yeah. Harden and LeBron in Paris next you know summer. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. I don't. I think Harden is done on Team USA. Well, maybe not Harden. I think LeBron's done. Steph, I don't know. I'd love for Steph to play. Paris is going to bring the that, stars out, I, man. I think Paris gets James Harden back on board. It
0: might. He's like Paris with the fellas.
1: I got a little time. <laughs> I got a little time. Man, we got to get our Paris trip for next year. Yeah.
2: It'll be fun. Ask, the, ask the Bulls
1: guys. The CHGO guys know yeah. Paris like the back of their hand now. Dude, I love Paris. I've only been one time. I went because I loved the movie Midnight in Paris, so I ended up going. Had a That's time. why you went to Paris? I swear to God, it was. <laughs> I might be That's going later this summer. That was my favorite reference. I was like, on you know what? All trip. these places look beautiful in this movie. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. On the other side, we got some mailbag <clears> stuff, including... Uh, Christmas Day game. Who's how many players are going to average 10 or more? Is the Nuggets gonna be even more distributed all of them. than they've been in years past? <laughs> we'll talk about that on the other side.
2: Nuggets, it's kind of like the Breckner's Brewery roster, they're all good. One of my favorites is the Mountain Beach Sour. Only six bucks right now at the DNVR bar. Come get it on tap. If you can't make it to the bar, fire up the Breck beer locator, tell it you're looking for the mountain beach sour specifically tell it where you're standing and it'll tell you where to go next i like that convenience simple foolproof and as you all know i'm a fool but even a fool can make a good decision when it comes to breckenridge brewery so many great choices and if you don't know what to get because you're so overwhelmed just try that mountain beach it's delicious and breck brew are our friends they're colorado they're local and so are we so check them out also got to talk to you guys about better help uh mental health is really important and I think it's very easy to forget that. I think it's very easy to become a little reliant on uh, some of the strategies you've developed for yourself, but you don't want to run uh, from from taking care of your of your mental health and let therapy be your help, your map, excuse me, with BetterHelp. Um, I can't find it on the read, so you guys got to take over. No, I got it. Cool. I got it. Uh, <laughs> check out betterhelp.com slash DNBR today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P helpcom com slash DNVR. Fill out a questionnaire. Let them know what your therapy goals are. Get matched up with a licensed therapist and get to work on yourself. Become a better you. Let therapy be
1: your map with better help. We back? We're back. All right. Well, let's get a couple uh, leftover questions from the mailbag from yesterday. One of the ones I really love came from Denver Dispatch and he asked, how many nuggets will average 10 plus points per game in the upcoming season? And I okay. thought this one, first of all, how many would you guess last year, without looking, how many players that played for the Nuggets more than, we'll say, 15 games, how many players averaged 10 or more? Try to count them out. Six. Six. The answer's seven. Oh? Can you name them? Now, there, I'll give you another hint. Only twice in the Jokic era have there been seven players to say, usually it's six. Every other year it was six, but yeah. last year it was seven. Okay, starters and Bruce. Jokic... You're going to go Jokic and Murray, Porter, <gasps> Wait a Gordon,
0: mm-hmm.
1: KCP. All starters, you got right. There's two players off the bench that average more than 10. Well, Bruce. Bruce is one. There's another guy who averaged Was it Bones Highland? Bones oh, Highland. Okay. Bones no. Highland. No. So that no. is a little okay. bit of a cheat here. No, okay. Although, the reason I won't give it a cheat is I, was, all, t- I was thinking about the real team. They, <laughs> all, <laughs> they all averaged The 11. championship winning team. They all averaged 11. But in most years, there are only six. Sure. Okay? Yeah. okay. Six to seven. So this year, let's go through the guys that we think are locks to average 10 or more a game. You start with Jokic, Murray, Porter, and Gordon are all stone-cold locks. They will average more than 10 points. Yeah, I don't see a reason why KCP wouldn't. He aver- what did he average last year? 11, I think. Yeah. He's a lock. So you think it's a lock? Uh, what if Porter's... 10.8 10, 10. for KCP last year. Is there a world <laughs> where Porter scores two more points a game and he's KCP just gonna scores? Score, he's just going to score ten a game. No, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to put KCP in there. That's I think a, you got it. That's the entire starting lineup. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> who else? That might be it. Is next year only a fiver? Somebody off the bench has to score.
0: I mean, so can theory. Christian
1: Brown average ten points a game? Or. Reggie, Reggie Jackson, Jackson last year averaged eight in his limited Reggie nineteen point nine minutes. Uh, last year, Christian Brown averaged four point seven. <laughs> Peyton Watson, you know, is going to play some minutes. Does he just score more? Is he like more offensively inclined? Zeke Naji averaged five point two last year.
0: His shot's been looking good this summer.
1: It might have to be Reggie, man, and
2: that's
0: possible. You know, is it so we, we're guessing? I my guess would probably be five only five i would guess five there's no way the nuggets have never
1: done that in the yokuchera well they've never had a bench this unproven in the (laughs) Chera. i just think that i think reggie's going to average it i just think reggie will end up in like 12 13 points by virtue of somebody has to if reggie jackson averages 13 points a game man
0: that's more than bruce brown averaged last year
2: well if the nuggets don't stagger and the balls in reggie's
0: hands a lot and that's the unit right yeah, he might say I'm 33% he to the I'll 10. predict that nobody five? nobody averages five. Nobody averages 10 off the bench. That's
1: That's just, that'll be my prediction. That is, I mean, it's just a really bold prediction because, again, it has never happened in this. Maybe, maybe
0: Hunter Tyson can get there. Can you imagine? <laughs>
1: that would be so dope. Um, Grace Jean asks, will the Nuggets ever find a good backup center? I was talking with Eric about this earlier in the office. You know who's still available? This isn't a backup center, so I'm almost ducking it. He was a big fan of Myers Leonard. I get it. Shoots the three. He's big. He's undervalued because of his controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's kind of been banished from the league. And, Is and he, he in Milwaukee still? I think. I think he might. I may, I don't know. I don't remember if he's available. Oh, or not. Okay. I think he might not be. I think he might actually be available. Okay. But you know who's available? That I Demarcus actually, Cousins. He was at the USA game. And DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> you can't do that. The top three center in the he, league. Honestly, DeMarcus course, Cousins is so dominant, but it's just too volatile. It wouldn't it wouldn't be the craziest thing from a talent standpoint. But you know who I like who is available is Blake Griffin. Sitting here thinking, dude, c- could he be in a Jeff Green role that we hope Jeff Green would be in this year and that he's there for you? He can play <sighs> some minutes, but you're hopeful he doesn't play too often. But who knows? Maybe he comes here and actually – Blake Griffin's a skilled player i think he's done dude well yeah, i mean he's, I, nobody's I, think, picked him. I, I don't think he's
0: playable no i don't think he has <laughs> anything left in the tank
1: yeah but i'm just saying but you're talking about a, a guy that you were hoping doesn't play except for deandre jordan i don't think he has anything left in the tank either but
0: he's there. i think he might have more left in the tank than Blake griffin but i i think like really yeah i i think he is another deandre is smith guy yeah yeah Okay, I, I, mean, I thought, then I thought we we're talking about like a backup a center. A backup though. center. To
2: to the point of Grace's question, though, I they've had two over the years. I think in Mason and, and Boogie, there's almost a perhaps more pertinent question of can they can they use one effectively? Yeah. Right, because they just when the center is not Jokic, there is we all know there is a approach breakdown, and so it almost doesn't matter who the center is if they can't clean that up too. Right. You know.
1: Uh, next question comes from Jacob, Jacob Burke. He says Bill Simmons did an expansion draft on a recent episode. Who would be the top eight players that the Nuggets would protect if there was an expansion? Bill draft? took Zeke Naji, by the way. Uh, so in the expansion draft, yeah. by the way, this is entirely <laughs> surprised possible. surprised didn't take Vlatko. Expansion has long been rumored to be one of the things Adam Silver really wants to bring to the NBA. So we may see this in the Jokic era. Yeah. The starters, clearly, if it was right now, clearly you're not losing any of your starters. Yeah, They're all five protected. Yeah. You go to the bench. I think there are two locks off of the bench. Yeah. And I think it is Christian Brown and Peyton Watson. That's correct. I think easily you're picking those guys. Now you have to take one more guy to kind of put that. that it's one of their rookies. It's on. going to be
2: one of their rookies. It's whichever of the three Calvin likes the most.
0: And you Z- can really only protect eight guys. Usually, in an, I think in expansion, yeah. That's cruel,
1: man. They in the Bill Simmons episode they did leave rookies out, rookies that were just drafted out of it. Oh, Why? that's right. I don't know. That's just one of the rules something about decided. the logistics
2: of how. If it were a real expansion, like when it happens, I think it effect- it might have affected like a team like Denver, for example, might not have drafted three rookies if they knew that they were subject mm. to being drafted.
1: But None th- for Denver, I actually don't think it affects them because they were second round picks, you know. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know that it necessarily They did. probably wouldn't get taken. I don't think you'd take Zeke because he is in the final year of a contract. He's available. Like, yeah. I think he you just have to like he probably gets poached though, honestly. Like yeah, he's a good right enough pick. player that it's maybe he's gonna take him. Maybe. Maybe. You're not going to take Reggie. You're not going to take Justin. You're not going to take DeAndre. It's not going to be one of the vets. So you're talking about this is almost certainly going to be one of your rookies that you have to use this on. Yeah. One of the three guys. (laughs) Who would it be?
0: (laughs) That's tough. That's really tough. (sighs) I would probably protect Hunter Tyson. Oh, here we go. I mean, listen,
2: we have one sample size to work off of, and it's Summer League, and he looked the best. I'm
0: looking for players, Vote. I'm looking for guys that can go out there and hoop. <laughs> Show up to practice, work hard. Put yeah. your shoes on, roll the ball out, and get buckets. Anytime,
2: any That's day. what I'm looking for. I think it might be, maybe Pickett. I don't know, man. No but-
1: way, no way, because Pickett's not getting taken, I don't think. I don't think anybody would take Pickett. He was... Projected to go. 60 Somebody's in. taking Hunter Tyson after that summer league. I think you have to think about what are other people. What is Vegas or Seattle or and Seattle going to take? Would they take Pickett? Vegas is taking Hunter Tyson. You think? Like, <laughs> Man, he did that. He came into our building and did that. You're right. Didn't
2: Vegas. Do you just leave like DeAndre Jordan
0: available and you're like, no one's taking him?
2: Yeah,
1: of course. Yeah. 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 Um
2: Okay, I'm uh, protecting Pickett. my guy with Hunt.
1: It's hunting season. I do think it's either Strather or Hunter.
2: That's crazy.
1: I know, and you have to pick one. I, first,
2: Hunter Tyson is a baller. Man. Adam, Adam, cooling off of Pickett so fast.
1: No, oh. I'm not cooling off him. I'm just I, trying, I'm I, doing I the logistics. I of know, it. I know, I know. I love Pickett's game, man. All right, sure. Hunter Tyson, let's do it. I follow a guy. Uh, is it Ryan oh. Pannone? He always posts like every day. He'll post hunting season. <laughs> Hold on, let me find his name here. Yeah, Ryan Pinnone. Um I think he's an assistant coach somewhere. I can't remember where, where he is, but he always just posts um, plays. He, he's like half court hoops where he breaks down playbook. He was doing one for Micah Shrewsbury at Penn State and they were showing a, what's called strong elbow. It's, it's in the Denver playbook mm-hmm. as well. Double pin down and then an enter to the elbow. Mm-hmm. Nuggets run this exact same play. They ran Pickett at every spot. One of the things I loved about his breakdown is you watch the play and then you watch all the iterations of it. Mm-hmm. Pickett plays in every single one of the wow. spots. And just like I'm telling you, That's I crazy. love the versatility of that kind of thing. Yeah. Vote he hasn't cooled off on. Pickett. <laughs> cooled off. That's good to <laughs> know. I am saying that he is six foot two and like, you know, he wouldn't get picked in the expansion draft, I don't think. Um, I think it's Hunter Tyson too, which is crazy to say.
2: But I do think Zeke Naughty gets picked.
1: I think Zeke does, and honestly, Destrother at Seattle Oh, you got the Gonzaga connection a little bit even though it's he's actually from Vegas too oh and he's from Vegas you're right damn it we, damn. So we got some hot options for the expansion teams <laughs> kind of a wild little uh, experiment there um, all right let's take a break last break on the other side I want to ask some questions about the NBA we've been doing the series is it getting better or worse and I want to ask about compelling characters what was the peak era in the NBA of compelling characters in the NBA and why was it 1993
0: Okay, I will sit out that segment. Um, I was 2 years old. <laughs> Shady Rays, take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays, they have you covered. Uh, they've got so many options at Shady Rays. Just go to their website, shadyrays.com, scroll their entire collection. No matter what style you're into for your sunglasses, Shady Rays, they've got something for you. Um, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com. Use the code DNVR, get fifty percent off, two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses, rated five stars by two hundred and fifty thousand people. Do you guys
1: know I never was a sunglasses guy until the Shady Rays deal? Now I'm Always wearing sunglasses. I never wore sunglasses before, no matter what I was doing. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I can't think
2: of a single instance I've ever seen you in sunglasses. Now,
1: when I'm driving. All right. Or sometimes, like, sitting outside. I'll keep an eye out. All right. Keep an eye eye out. That's a good note. Aviators, baby. And navigators, which I'm not sure what the difference is. <laughs> you can
0: see the difference if you go to shadyrays.com. You go. Yeah. You can also go to their brand new location at Park Meadows Mall if you want to see yeah, them in person.
1: What is the difference? But go to shadyrays.com,
0: use the code DNVR, <laughs> 50% off, two plus pairs. Also, our friends at Backers and Shanker, they've got you covered if you are hurt and you need representation for an injury case where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, ride chair, pedestrian, trucks, give these guys a call. They win for Colorado families. They've been winning for 25 years, more than 25 years, and you don't pay the money until they win your case. No upfront fees. No fees while they work on your case. No fees unless they win your case. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. Like I said, they help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Give them a call. 222 222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Jenker wins. Okay, I... See. I'm
2: such a loser. When I see the buses with Bacchus and Shanker on them, I get a little excited. You know, like, Hell
1: yeah, <laughs> like, those are that's our guys. guys yeah, man. that's my Colorado guy. Colorado's
2: premiere, too,
0: my think Bacchus. about jumping in front of the bus and then calling them. That's-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got ran over by a bus, the Bacchus and Shanker bus, and then they represent you. They, they'd That'd be there incredible. so <laughs> crazy, I, th- I think
2: he's been accused of running that racket. So I think, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Did you find out what the difference is?
2: I did. Uh, it has to do with the shape. Uh, aviators are a more traditional teardrop shape versus uh, navigators are more squared off on the bottom. But the terms can also be used interchangeably.
1: Oh, I'm glad oh. we got to the bottom. Yeah, of yeah. That. we had yeah. to figure that one out. Um, anyway, they do look the same. Oh, you know what? I see it now. I'm looking at it. I do. Which ones do I like better? Hard I think you're say. an aviators guy. I, I have both, but I'd never noticed what the difference was. No, I've seen you in aviators. Before. Yeah, that's my go-to. All right. Let's get to this last one here. We we're talking about the series. I have a list of questions that we want to talk about. Today I want to do, is the NBA getting better or worse? And this is in the compelling characters. The reason I said 1993 is we were kind of arriving at peak Jordan then. Mm-hmm. You had Charles Barkley, who obviously was a big fact, uh, figure. You had mm-hmm. Akeem. You just had a lot of guys that have become like iconic, both in like their backstory and you know their pers- personality and all these different things. You could make a case that the 80s had some, you know, was the early wave, Magic and Bird and you had some of these guys. And then I think in the mid 2000s you had another type of like wave of really iconic players, Iverson, and Tracy McGrady and Kobe. Um, you know, you had that where are we now in that cycle? Do we have in this in your opinion, I'll ask you first vote, are there compelling characters in the NBA, not good players, but compelling personality characters? brands, whatever you want to say.
2: Well, I think right off the bat, what feels different to me is that a large crop of the best players in the world are just culturally different or from somewhere different that just feels so disconnected from the way that we appreciated those characters you mentioned, particularly through an American lens, right? So Akeem
1: Elijah one, for example, it was, or Dikembe Matumbo is also 93, and it's like, oh, how cool is this? He's from the Congo? Like, that's awesome. I want right. to learn about that. But
2: I think, you know, so it is a little different, and, like, I think there's also this other element in that it's very, very, very hard to build an organic, likable brand in an era where brand building is so... Incentivized, strangely transparent, and I think ultimately turns a lot of people off. So I think some of the same things that we find refreshing in Jokic or in an early days Giannis is also maybe one of the things that is kind of a barrier here in just saying yes to this question. You know, I don't know if right now people would say there are faces of the league the way there were. Steph LeBron and then in the ways you mentioned prior.
1: Because Steph even feels a little bit less the face of the league than he has. Like he's been the face of the league him and LeBron for the last 10 years or so. Right. And it does feel like Steph is almost a little bit moving out of that spotlight, I, sure. I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a graduation
0: I think of eras happening. Mm-hmm. I I think my overall thought is like we know so little about a lot of these guys, I feel like, and that's by design because A lot of NBA stars are so afraid of looking like idiots and looking stupid and like looking not cool Mm. that they shield so much of themselves from the outside world and are just so conscious of what their brand is and what their image is. And um Did you see that video Of Steph Curry At the Paramore concert Last yeah. night Yeah That I, was so cool I man. love that dude. dude
1: Steph Curry Is somehow above this Right goal, like...
0: Because he like lets out his real personality Like he goes crazy On the golf
1: course Like we We know who Steph is I thought that was so cool He so many... also always He's like Him making that shot That Do you remember Yeah of like? course Yeah of course he made I it I just have it man. Yeah
0: But a lot of guys Like wouldn't shoot that Yeah you're Because right. they're afraid yeah. Of airballing it yeah. And getting made fun of On Twitter Right But um Steph isn't. He's yeah. not afraid of being made fun of singing Paramore, even though he did like a really good job of it. Of course he did. <laughs> um, but a lot of guys. I didn't are know so- that many people were into Paramore.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I I'm I never, not, but like it's one just of like, like
1: I've never. I don't really
2: ever hear people. Millennial talk about. gem. Yeah, I think really. a lot of us secretly like Paramore more than we talk that, about. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, is yeah. then on the timeline, everyone's yeah. like, "Oh hell yeah!" And I was like, "Really? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know."
0: Just like a lot of white people our age. You, like, into, yeah. are you into
1: Paramore, kale Of course, Paramore. <laughs> <in laughs> <Kale's in laughs> kale, <laughs> kale, I would guess. It's
0: just like a white suburban thing. All right, there you go. But um, Steph, not being afraid to do that is so cool. So many guys are, and like that. That really just kinda of pissed me off.
1: The authenticity of it. Yeah. And I think there's one other thing here, and you know, I do think that we are in an especial especially I I guess I don't know how it I'd says identarianistic era. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think ninety-two, ninety-three was probably less this where things were just categorized into different things now you did have like rodney king i think in 93 or 94 and that in some ways was the end of that sort of like it, it brought race back to the forefront of this or that but i look at it now and i go we know that a lot of people for whatever reason don't like europeans like american fans for reasons that i feel like maybe they wouldn't have been so averse to him in 1996 right 1995 or what have you where as we were saying the dikembe's was like hey this is cool i want to learn about dikembe and you know, teach us the culture, this or that. So I think that we're in a little bit of that because as you said, the best players are foreign and there seems to be less interest in learning about them and about their culture. I don't think
2: people quite know what to do about it. And then even, right, so even a guy like Giannis who I think made himself accessible, it was in a, I think kind of an inorganic way. Like I think Giannis, current present day Giannis, has a lot more LeBron to him than is talked about. You know, there's it's a growing
1: l- though. Like he's in his KD transition phase, where he—I don't know that he was that, but he's certainly becoming that. It's,
2: it's yeah, it's it's it feels Just very money. manufactured <laughs> and and kind of plat plastic. Almost. Dude, it's so is. Has anyone tried Oreos before? Yeah, you no. Know? Know? <laughs> you're like that. Yeah, that was funny. Like six years ago, man. But yeah, yeah you gotta like, graduate yeah, on. Yeah. So that. there's
1: a little bit of, but so I'm that's, telling you, Jokic is also so aware of this because he's the horse guy, and. I feel like even now he's almost like, doesn't he? I, he seems aware of, like, I don't want to become a caricature of a yeah, horse I guy. Yeah, I think so too. Do you remember <sighs> when he did his thing about the way they smell, only the horsemen could do? Like, if you watch that quote, it's so different. It's like very sincere. It was his first day back in the States, and you could tell he was still in that mind frame.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say on that topic, there's a. Um... There's a day of racing coming up in Sombor (laughs) on Sunday. There's a full day of horse races at the Sombor Hippodrome. And I can (laughs) report... At least one of Nicole Jokic's horses will be racing Sunday in Sambor. So
1: I will, uh, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> I think if Jokic, thank you for that. Yeah, let you know, me write that down. You're welcome. <laughs> just wanted to let you know. I think if Jokic came around in 1993, the, it, I don't know if he would have had the same success, but I do think people would have just been a little more intrigued by him. Whereas for now, for whatever reason, there's this like things are just more fragmented into where there's a natural sort yeah. of like... People are just like, do a freaking commercial for Nike already. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> They're like mad at him for Why doing that. Why won't he do a commercial? I'm telling you, I <laughs> always think back to Inside the NBA. No, NBA Inside stuff. Why won't he give us an interview? And Ahmad would always go to people that are like not cool, but he would go to them and be like, oh, you know, Big Country Reeves is taking us bass fishing. And it's like nowadays that would be like, what is this? Get out of here. But back right. then it was just a little bit more of like, oh, right. this guy's weird. I just think if we had uh, a Rashad doing that now, we would have this horse racing in Serbia episode that everyone would love. Yeah, you know, but we don't do that. No instead,
0: more. we're like going to New York Fashion Week with right. James Harden.
1: Exactly, and it's always the same thing. It's always the <laughs> coolness. Like, show us how cool you are. Oh, this party instead of like this weird thing. With- Michael Rubin's white party exclusive. Yeah, exactly. There's You're also so this right bigger
2: it. scale dynamic, and this you know permeates virtually every aspect of of culture and commentary but there was a time when a select few in the media could simply decide like here's what you get to know about right, this guy right, yeah. yeah and everyone gets to tell themselves their own story yeah, about a person they now they suck at in
1: a way that just wasn't the case 20 30 years ago i will so. say i had my in-laws in town or my mother-in-law in town for the last week i'm sorry Congrats. And, uh, it, it yeah. will, and she was i think she i can't remember i'm gonna screw it up i think it was conor mcgregor where she was like I just watched a documentary on him and I had no idea he was such a good person or something. And I was like, hold on, let me look it up. And it was produced by Conway. Right. Man, this is so ridiculous. So maybe it does work just on a different demographic. You know what I mean? But
2: but there's, but there's also like everyone, as opposed to, I'm going to sit down and get this package that I know is being delivered at this time on this day of the week. It's, I have access to all the information and I get to build the packages inside my head. Right, you know what I mean? Right. And so it's, people are almost here hanging out with us right now, but they're not letting us tell them what to think. So it's all changed, for some of it better and worse, but I think it's all changed in a way that it's just, you're not gonna get those neatly packaged, here's what this guy is, and it's very palatable and digestible. And-
1: right um I, I the compelling characters thing though i do think there's guys out there and i hope that we can break the mold with with, with who's some, one of those guys Steph well you mentioned steph and i do agree that he, that's what, everybody nobody's learning the right lessons from steph we talked <laughs> about this from the basketball standpoint where everyone's like oh i should shoot more threes he's like no you should move off ball more that's, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's their, he's like now i'll just keep dribbling it's trey young they're like the next steph you're like nothing alike <laughs> you know nothing alike um but then even that part the like the honesty uh, you know or or whatever just the the willingness to kind of be the vulnerability the, the vulnerability yeah exactly um i am curious i'd have to go through the list of all because i do think yo know, i've always said this i think jokic is actually interesting the real jokic not the whatever the media like wants to to put him in a, this box to be the symbol of all these other things but the actual one i think is there um I don't know. I'd have to go through the list. I'd really have to go through yeah. the handful. Well, but... like
0: Anthony Edwards is, is one great. of those He's great. Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: But you know the thing about Anthony Edwards? Totally unpolished. Like when right. he does his... Yeah, that's what's th- so great He'll say him. things that you're like, yo, you can't say that. And you're like, well, yeah. why can't he? Actually, I, don't,
2: he, he I, can. I don't think he's interested in being polished, and I hope that he hangs on to that for you know the healthy yeah. part of his peak because it, it makes him... F- I just think he's
1: really easy to root for, you know? We You have to allow people to, like, show their flaws and not kill them for it. Because I'll say this. Gilbert Arenas was by no means a perfect person. But my God, was that guy interesting? And he came around right at the time when all of this was changing to where yeah. it was like... What an unprofessional guy. He's blogging. He should be focused on practice more. And it's like, dude, no, he's showing you how weird he is, and it's actually kind of cool that he's this well, weird Well, Until
0: he did that one thing in the With locker the room. Yeah. With the gun? That was, wasn't that cool.
1: To be fair, someone pulled a gun on him. Um, all right. <laughs> wow, hot take corner. <laughs> let's <be> go. <laughs> to be fair. Oh, let's you know, go. He barely brought the guns. Let, <laughs> let's do you remember go through when he all came of back them. from the, the thing and then in the pre-game warm-ups. Do you guys remember the photo <laughs> yes. of him? He's like laughing uncontrollably while yeah. pointing. And the then
0: dog. that ended his career
1: so. let's go through Probably all the, bad the greatest guys.
0: call dude he was terrible he all was the terrible. bad guys in the
1: nba uh, why were uh, they misunderstood all right that does it for today guys our rockies podcast is coming up Susie handling the pod today i'm told the rockies i didn't even see this yesterday i was watching team usa rockies lost by double digits All right, (laughs) Laking
2: Ball. Oh, you want to take this one vote? Yeah, um, I have them six that irked Laking Ball a lot. Tatum and Brown, not a top five duo is funny. I know they keep choking. Well, yeah, you do know that part. I love that he had to type that, (laughs) but this is their year. I've been saying that since Tatum's been drafted. He's going into year seven. Be vote Ben hating on Tatum. He's him.
0: The way he phrased that makes it sound like you are him.
2: I that's what he's saying.
0: I wonder vote. if vote the Celtics duo could actually be Jason Tatum, Christoph Porzingis.
1: Oh, let's get on. That might be let's, let's the duo spicy. next year. Man, that yeah, four solid hands of ball dribbling. Yeah, you know, a lot of a shooting, yeah. a lot of size. That could be the duo. It's a lot. Uh, all right, we got to get out of here. Everybody, hit that like button for us on the way out. See you tomorrow.